Hello, um, it's Darius M. And Tyler B. And this is Darius Domain. Oh my God, you know, sometimes, you know, you just be tired. And, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, today's one of those days, you know, we're working our butts off and, you know, you end up just falling asleep out of nowhere. And sometimes that leads to some kooky dreams you know sometimes i never have dreams and then when i do it's like what what did i just like it'd it be okay i'm glad we're talking about this because like some of my dreams be so cinematic that was kind of a interesting now, way to uh bring this into now now they're <laughs> popping up now they just popped up in my brain actually okay good so you yeah you start us off with some have you ever had some interesting dreams i have i mean they're interesting to me i don't know if they're interesting to everyone else mm. but <laughs> i'll um, be the judge of that no, okay cool I'll be the judge of it um the first dream i ever remember having and i still have this dream to this day which is kind of strange for me at least um is when i was a kid I would hang out with um, one particular cousin quite often. And I started having this dream. She used to terrorize me as a kid. She used to uh, lock me in my room and turn the lights off and then just make crazy noises and scare me. She used to, I guess it was because I was the younger cousin. She, My grandma used to make her mow the grass and she would chase me. With the lawnmower? With the lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, she would. We'd be in the, Jesus. Yeah, we'd be in the kiddie pool, and she would like, let's hold your breath. And then she would hold me underwater until I started kicking. This isn't a dream? No, this is real life. This is terror of childhood. Okay. Um, One of the terrors of my childhood. Um, okay, well, coming up next, Trauma Talk. <laughs> One of the episodes. Right, Trauma Talk. Jesus. Um we can do that too. Come no, on, say um, So I started having Drama? this dream as a child where I was just, I was in my childhood home. And the layout of the home was when you walked through the side door where the driveway was, you would walk straight into the living room. Mm-hmm. And then you would go through the hallway and down the hallway to the left was my mom's room. Okay. So in the dream, I was walking through that side door through the living room and I would walk down the hallway approaching my mom's room and suddenly the door would open and that cousin would pop out of the room in a witch's costume <gasps> and she would chase me down the hallway. Oh my God. Like and, and, but every time she would catch oh up to God. me and touch me oh shit. when she was chasing me, the dream would start over. It was like a loop. It would start over. It would start over. So I would literally walk through the door again, through the living room, down the hallway. The door would open. She you would chase walk, me. You were walking through it. The shadow. It was like a dream loop. It was, yeah, something like that. Valley of the shadow of death. It was something. It was something. But what prompted this podcast was two days ago I had this dream again. And this is my favorite cousin now. I talk to this cousin every day. (laughs) So I don't know why I had that dream again. Um, Mm -mm. But it's definitely a loop. Um, And I've been having this dream since I was about five. So nearly 21 years, right? Um, okay, okay. Very strange. I don't, um, I've never really had, like, a chase dream other than (laughs) when I was, like, I'm sorry, at elementary school, um, 
like it was tagged though and like that was fun <laughs> and like like when i got well not when i got tagged when i thought i was about to get tagged i was for some reason we were in like a parking lot mm. like a parking deck like at the very bottom um and then i was like boo and i woke myself up so <laughs> like you know nothing really came of that dream and Never had that dream again, but I remember it fondly. It's almost like those dreams one of them. where you're falling, and then when you hit the ground, you wake up, you jerk. Like not, you like do off, the jerk. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> like I mean, maybe that's kind jerk. of our version of those types of dreams because I never had the falling dreams where I would fall, hit the ground, and then wake up. Well, there's a lot of um, there's definitely meanings to falling dreams. I think um, a lot of people have dreams about falling, have dreams about being chased. And we've got the answers for you guys because we looked all this we did all this research. We lost all this weight <laughs> and um we're ready to uh to inform about some things. Um before we get into that, I'm going to talk about I want to talk about another dream that I had that actually is similar to that Netflix show that unfortunately got canceled um it was that little boy, but um, Powers. Um, I know what you're talking about. Um, okay. Raising Dion. Raising Dion. So I could have sworn, but it was it was actually worse than that dream, than than that show. But as again, it was before the movie, the show came out. So I and this is gonna be short and sweet because I you don't I don't know from beginning to end, but. Um, yeah, so I was friends. Again, I was a child. I this dream didn't happen when I was a child, but in the dream I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had this other child friend that had superpowers, or he discovered that he had superpowers, and it was fun. And then we were doing you know fun stuff. He was making cute things happen in the you know in the air. Like okay, there was bubbles just coming out of nowhere, and you know cute stuff like that. Well, like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Like Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but it took a it took a turn because and this is Loki relating to our last podcast because he just started um yeah slipping into psychosis. Mm-hmm. His um literally in my dream, like literally this was like how cinematic cinematic it was. He's slipping into psychosis, like you know how you end up you know knowing that you have power, being more and more self aware, kind of sort of, and be like, well. Now I'm a god, so this world is for me, mm-hmm. type mess. Um, and then he ends up causing a little turmoil um, when he's not, when people don't give him his way. Also, you can think of um, that um, episode when Sheen becomes very, very smart in uh, Jimmy Neutron, uh, where he's, you know, he's taking over the world and, you know, just doing everything his way because he has all this power. Because it's like, why not? You know, mm-hmm. he is, he believes he is God. Um, so the bubbles turn into forms of like black holes, basically tearing like different, um, like, you know, it's, it's not, it's like from a different dimension. It's not, it was, it's not of this dimension and copyrighted 2022 um, Can't make a movie out of this guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's causing commotion in the neighborhood. Everybody's like scared. His his mom is scared. 
Um, you know, he just caused in turmoil. And no, there's not much more to that sh- that um, that cinematic dream. But it was terrifying. <laughs> now, it wasn't terrifying. Like, I was keeping my calm. I feel like I randomly had some type of power over him. Maybe probably because he was kind of my best friend or some or whatever. But, uh, yeah. <gasps> you guys probably didn't hear that. that. But there was a knock after I finished talking about that. And, you know, that's ominous all on its <laughs> own. But, yeah, um, that was number one. And... With that, with that being said, I actually um, remember the second one, another one as well. Um, yeah, so the other one I want to talk about it's like a, it's like a family, right? There's a family, their average everyday white picket fence family. Um, you have the the husband, the wife. The daughter, I think there's a brother, and then there's a baby, baby girl. Um, there, this is happening around a time where everybody's getting together to have dinner. Either they have like some type of family reunion or something. And um, yeah, um, it's all seemed very normal. Um, something in their personality seemed off, especially with everybody. Not, I mean, excluding the mom and the the daughter, they're very, very much so aware in a thin line sense. Um, so basically, yeah, it seems like you're running the middle family. They have a nice home. Everything is just cute. Um, yo, see, this is how. Let's hold on. Let me see if I can find the notes to this because. I really just want to get to the the uh, nitty gritty of it. I think, I think I got. Um, mm, I feel like. I feel like. Okay, so it gets good. I'm sorry. I just I have to write. I have to see if I. Um. Write it down just a little bit because, yeah, it gets crazy. They end up, because if I don't see it, I'm just going to talk about it. Something happens um, where, um, yeah, okay, here's my notes. Not so typical. The wife ends up, like, is randomly, like, yeah, she like I said, she she's not, she's a little bit more aware but I put it down as she's losing her mind, because like if it's a regular, you know, in a regular sense, she it seems like she's losing her mind, but she's not. Um. So they're going. They end up okay. So they end up going on a, a cruise. And so I'm, I'm sitting. Um. In my in my dream, this is set in like I guess the future where you can go on like, like plane cruise, like plane a planet planet cruises. Okay. And like, or other dimensional cruises, and they're like really rich. So basically, they get the first deal on um, again copyrighted. <laughs> um, they get the first deal on um, trying, you know, the new either high speed ship slash teleportation 
For like four Shit. easy payments of nineteen ninety nine or four easy payments of ninety nine ninety nine. Oh yeah. Oh ninety nine thousand ninety nine. Those are not easy payments. Um, it's easy for them because they're 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 rich. Yeah, they're blood rich. So basically, um. Okay, so yeah, so I wrote down yeah they were going to take a ship the the high speed ship, but it was taking too long, so they used the the new te- the, te- the teleporter mm-hmm. that was just made. And it's a um, it's kind of like a um. It's a prototype, is the first one in stock or whatever. Um, but instead of getting to their destination, which they're going to, let's say they're going to Mars or they're going to Titan, one of the Saturn's um, planets or any other dimension, they don't get there. They get stuck in between, um, a, like a, a crazy dimension, mm. and yeah, they're they're like not only. Um, are there drifting into nothingness? Uh, think of when Vecna was pushed, or let's say a, one was pushed into that that um, dimension and became Vecna I was by by Eleven, like an Ant Man movie. So that's yeah, and and <laughs> yep, yep, even like Ant Man movie when he was like you know when he went into what is that. The quantum realm. The quantum realm, yeah. Um, so basically, think of it like that, but it was a little. It was a little more creepier because um, they were, yeah, they were floating into nothingness. Okay. Okay. And um, somehow, some way. Um, okay, so at the end of this, in my brain, it was like three or four. I think it was three dark figures popped up in this realm, in this quantum realm, and then it skipped back to them being in a regular, somehow, you know, their, their regular world. Mm-hmm. So it made it seem like it never happened, mm-hmm. like none of this ever happened. Everything went back to normal. They still had, like, you know, that was the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit that took him back. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know, it was like a it was like a regular world. Um, but obviously, you know, the mom and the the mom feels something off, so she's going insane. And the daughter, um, you know, nobody else, everybody, they're being gaslit. <laughs> Pretty much, they're definitely be they're definitely being gaslit in this uh, in their world. Um, I feel like it was like, yeah, so basically it was like a realm of fly, a fire. It was like, it looked like it was hell, but it was colorful. It was, it's weird to describe it, but I feel like the three creatures, the three shadow creatures um, jumped into the rest, because there's five, there's five family members. Mm-hmm. They jumped into three of the members, um, three of the family members, you know, um, bodies because they were dead before you know before they got to them, and they're in a fake world, mm-hmm. a made up world that seems regular. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like th- that's why the mom is is like going insane because like something just feels off. Like this is not right. This is not right. She's smoking weed and and smoking <laughs> cigarettes to just like because she's you know she's shivering. Uh huh. She's like she's creeped the fuck out because she's like this is. Something's off. It's like, it's like seeing, being in your house and 
having this random Libby over there. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm pointing at stuff like y'all see, <laughs> like like <laughs> like basically going to your house and seeing just like something not quite right. Like if this couch had went. Just like if your couch was, you knew it was like pitch black, but it went up a shade. Oh, ooh, ooh I don't like, like that. I don't like that. Stuff like <laughs> that. And then that's what, and it was like that for like the whole house and the whole little fake world that the mom was in. And yes, this was my dream. <laughs> this is not a story. This was a dream that I had. Literally. Um, it's going to be a movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's written down. I made sure I, r- I write stuff like this down all the time. And the fact that I'm even talking about this on the podcast means I care about you guys. And, yeah, so um, so with that being said, we're going to get into dream meanings. Um, probably not mine, but, yeah, so, and it wasn't me falling. It was, I, I, I usually literally have cinematic dreams like that. The, well, the, they're usually, um, I don't know, it's. It's hard to explain. And it's hard to believe that I couldn't see that you were always right beside me. <laughs> <laughs> like those dark, shadowy figures that was in that um, quantum realm. Uh-huh. <laughs> A fire. Or the ones you see in the corner of your eye while you're watching TV. Yeah, you like watching TV and you see... Um, uh, like a, just a, a donkey or a horse yeah, or my sitting dead next cat. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A dead horse. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, this is what this podcast is about. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. I wanted to segue into that. So basically, hmm, what did that make you feel? Chills, right? It does, because it makes you think of like your dream meanings. And it's like, what? Is going on? I'm. I got some topics put, picked up. We're gonna go into dream meanings. Okay, I want to start with falling. Um, mm. it says dreams about falling from great heights are very common, which they really, really are. That's why this is like not. It's nine common dreams. Um, falling, being naked in public, being chased. Amen to that. Yeah, I was just looking up being chased. Dreams uh, about anxiety. Wow, which, which made sense mm-hmm. that I was being chased by my cousin because she was trying to kill me. Oh yeah. Um, also, the, <laughs> to to throw that to throw something in there, I also did have a dream about a huge snake, a huge red and black snake, and I Loki already knew what it was from. Um, I read it, and I'll get into that as well. Um, but anyway, the list goes on. Dreams about losing teeth. Dreams about dying. Dreams about taking a test. Dreams about in fidelity dreams about flying and dreams about pregnancy so we're gonna get into all that and then mm. you know just you know impinate on it so dreams about falling um they're so popular hit the ground in your dream and you will die in real life it is simply not true so what exactly could dreams about falling mean according to mainly popular dream and in- interpreters at least one study Fallen dreams are a sign that something in your life isn't going well. It might suggest that you need to rethink a choice, for instance, or consider a new direction in some area or of your life. Dreaming of falling is very common. It is a symbol of fear in your life. Perhaps falling, failing at work or in your love life, says whoever that is, Russell Grant. Um, but yeah, so I think that yeah in a sense that definitely makes a lot of sense if you're 
if you feel like all you can do is all, all you're doing is going nowhere and you know you feel like you're falling in life mm-hmm. you're gonna fall in your dream <laughs> and like let's say you fall outside on the, on the playground or something yeah that's just no like i don't really have sorry i can't relate to this one in particular but you know i've no like i've had a dream where oh wait well i guess i kind of had that one that dream before I can't and relate. my whole like but it wasn't just me it was like my whole family mm-hmm. like we were i feel like we were i didn't feel like we were falling we were kind of falling but we were, it was more like floating we were like levitating like in the clouds we were in the clouds. We oh, were like fall- we we were falling though. I was I remember having that that dream as a child as well. So, so I've had dreams of like um, all of my teeth falling out. Okay, so let's read about that one. What a dream about it may it might mean that you are worried about your attractiveness or appearance. For instance, it may also indicate that you are concerned about your ability to communicate or that wow. I'm sorry. We just we just read his his horoscope and it said something about communication. That's so beautiful. Or that you're concerned that you might have said something embarrassing. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. The real essence of teeth is their ability to bite through or to cut, tear, or grind. She explains if your teeth fall out, you lose personal power and your ability to be assertive, decisive, or and self protective. Mm-hmm. Bitch, my teeth never fell out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. In my dreams, no, I'm just kidding. I don't have a lot of dreams, but when I do, my teeth stay intact. <laughs> <laughs> my teeth are definitely intact. So, what, how does, what does that make you feel? Does that seem to relate a little bit to you at all? Of uh, you know, um, yeah, I had some, you know, some self-conscious type of things going on when I was a kid. Um, no, I've definitely been insecure. Before. But yeah, yeah, and I, I feel like that's when those dreams started happening. Mm. Definitely. If I had that type of dream, I definitely don't remember it. But you know, um, I definitely understand. Like, yeah, if you come across yourself in the mirror and you're like, "Oh shit," Ugh. um, you know, it's all about self care and mm-hmm. knowing that the inside. Definitely, you have to start from the inside. Um, and talks about the ability to communicate, and I swear we just, we just, yeah, communication is key. Let's, it is uh, kind of crazy that we were just talking about that with the horoscope, and we talk about communication a lot, but that's yeah interesting that that came up. Mm-hmm. Do you have any dreams about dying? You know what? No, let's go ahead and get no, into... No, I only have dreams about dying when I'm awake. Um, anyway, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All right, but, um... Let's get into it. Actually, let's get into the one that we just talked about. And he's, you know, he's being chased. Um, oh, so not not by a lover that that likes him, but no, by a witch. <laughs> he's being chased by a witch consistently in his dreams. Um, dreams that feature being pursued by a known or unknown attacker can be particularly be terrifying. Duh, girl. And many people experience these types of dreams. Yeah, but look, it says that the unknown chaser in a dream, so someone who is mysterious or an unknown figure, uh, it might be representative of like childhood experience or past trauma. 
So that makes so much sense. I had a witch chasing me in my dream. Jesus. And we all, we, you oh, know, man. everything is, oof. Our brains and, and dreaming in general is so, it's such a, it's so, such a beautiful thing when it comes to being a human. Like, our minds literally create, like, videos. Literally. In our brain. It would be cool if we could record them. Unless we're NPCs and we don't have any thoughts at all. No, I'm the main character. You know I'm the face of the city, bitch. That's why you mad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> But yeah, no, um, yeah, that's obviously very relatable to his, you know, his upbringing, unfortunately. Um, I think we've talked about that in the podcast before, yeah? There's clips, it'll be in our next ADHD Anonymous gotcha. uh, uh, episode, or segment. Um, you'll hear about that a little bit. It'll be a, um episode of clips. So basically, so yeah, a dream is... Defined as a series of thoughts, images, and sensations occurring in a person's mind during sleep. Um, yeah, it can do with, um, like, it's like a, a dream like this is not something you wish for. A dream right. like this is not something you, you ask for. When it's a gift, but we're taking a chance for it. <laughs> this is something you dance for. <laughs> so, Darius lives in lyrics. I literally speak in lyrics um, and 24-7, so. Uh, and TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> lyrics and TikToks. He's actually called scripting um, that we learned. What's the of that meaning? I was gonna <laughs> training to be behavior analysts. We learned about scripting. What does that mean? Scripting. That is a great question. It's the repetition of words or sentences or um, scripts, pretty much. So like, it's when like you're just randomly. But my off- my life is a movie. I'm never offset. Yeah, exactly. You're scripting right now. Right? Um, it's like almost. Pers- RIP. Take off. No, I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, it's like when you're randomly walking on the street and you're like, tick tock on the clock. Mm-hmm. It's not random though. It's completely random. When I say stuff, it, it's you know a lot of the times it's something that we have been talking about. Yeah, you're right. Okay. But a lot of the time, if you're just walking and you start singing, that's that's what we Singing, I love singing. So, um, yeah, habits are habits. Dust, are, dust is dust. And being naked in public in your dream, that's scary. Naked. I just, I just got chills. Um, so, basically, um, so just... That dreaming of public nudity might indicate that you feel like a phony or that you are afraid of revealing your imperfections and shortcomings. Mm. Wow. Um, I think... I think... There's a whole movie about that. There is. Like, with Marlon Wayans. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like... He's naked the entire... And, and it's he's funny. stuck in a time loop. Yeah, he's stuck in a yeah. time loop, too, where, you know, he's... He, it's a good movie. Like I think it, isn't it literally called Naked or something? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, on Netflix. Go go, check it out, you guys. Um, but yeah, yeah it's called Naked. Yeah, because he's a phony because he doesn't really love that girl, and yeah, he was worried about you know his uh his his 
You know what? I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> He's very about his uh thing not being big enough. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just no, nah, but um yeah, that's a funny I mean that's not a fun that's not funny, but like, you know, that's interesting. All these are pretty interesting. So I'm just gonna keep going. The dreams about dying. Okay. Oh, dreams about dying. I've never had one of those. Never? No. Like you never dreamt about dying? No. Like that's crazy. Um, but that kind of does lead me into like um, being killed and sleep paralysis. So basically that take on dying, popular dream interpretation suggests that such dreams reflect anxiety about change or a fear of the unknown. Okay. I definitely understand that. Basically, if you're, let's say, you're scared of, you know, I I can relate to this in a certain aspect. Like, I'm going through, it's like going through changes. Like, okay, we were scared to open up about, um... Something, let's say, let's just say, let's just say me and gay, you're trying to be, um, you feel like, oh no, no one is going to like me, blah, 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 and you have a dream about dying, because sometimes you're scared, you know, like I said, it's anxiety, anxiety about change, you're scared that people are going to look at you differently, Yes. and yeah, um, so that's a good take, um, he also believes that dreaming about the death of a loved one can reflect a similar fear of change. I've had okay, so if I've had that one, okay, especially with regard to our children, as a child grows up, a parent mind begins to wonder where the younger version of a child went. Dreams of dying, therefore, reflect a sort of mourning for the passage of time. Yes, I've had. Well, I mean, there's one dream that I knew that I about like that I had about somebody dying that I knew it was just gonna happen. Unfortunately, uh, it was my uncle. Um, yeah, so... And then the other one, I knew it was just symbolism. I can tell when when dreams are, you know, are premonitions slash just, like, sim- symbolism. Mm-hmm. And the last one I had about somebody dying was definitely symbolism, I think. Just like what they said about um, missing a passage of time, I definitely want more um, time, like bonding time. And in that in that period of time, we were talking about that. And I was thinking I was I was losing touch with one of my family members, and we weren't on as good terms as we should. Blah blah blah. And it was good at one time, and it's not. And I'm starting to realize things. So of course, I feel like in the symbolism that is a death of my image of them or a death of a time that I used to have with them, blah, 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 all this stuff. It's all relative. It's really all relative. Um, yeah. So yeah. On to, I want to do, did you know dreams only happen during, or not necessarily REM, but mostly happen during REM. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and that's why sometimes, and that's why a lot of times I don't be having dreams because I don't even be, I don't be sleeping good as I should. But the past few nights, boy, be sleeping like a baby. <laughs> I've been sleeping like a baby. Ooh, and I'm in a yes, 
Feeling good, feeling good. But anyway, let's talk about flying. Have you had a dream about flying? I think I definitely, like I said, I just had a dream about floating. Again, it felt like falling, but it was like floating, though. It's kind of almost the same, right? Yeah. I've had dreams of flying before, yeah. Mm, They can also be quite frightening. Okay, so dreams about flying often have two very different sides. They can represent feelings of freedom and independence. Okay. On the other hand, they can also indicate a desire to flee or escape from the realities of life. Wow. Flying alone occurs most frequently, he writes, showing the independent aspect of flying, but because it often involves positive feelings of pleasure, flying may depict our sexuality. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Especially its aspect of expression freedom from social norms and restraints. That's very relatable. Very, very relatable because, you know, if you're... If you have a relevant mind, you know the things that are happening in a lifetime with um, capitalism, this, capitalism, that, jobs here, jobs that, everything, 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 Um, everything's going up and we have to, you know, set ourselves free and put ourselves first. Mm. And yes, that's one of, I think that's a good interpretation of that. If you ever have those types of dreams, just know. You're ready to fly. You're ready to fly and be who, be, be who you are for your pride. Don't hide. <laughs> Don't hide. Don't hide. All right. Um, there's more down here too. I just want to read them because some of them are very interesting. And then we'll get into sleep paralysis because yeah, I think. You know, that means, it all means stuff. It all means stuff about, like, your mental state. This is, technically, technically this episode is about dreams, but it's also about self-care. You have mm, to, mm. you know, how you going to care about somebody else when you can't care about yourself? Um, we're going to, okay, recurring dreams, search, some researchers, some researchers theorize that regular recurring dreams represent being frustrated about psychological needs that are unmet, obvious. Okay. Recurring dreams are also common after experience of a lot of mental distress, mm. such as with post-PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, my gosh. Becky, look at her butt. <laughs> like, like, oh, shit. Like, they didn't say nothing but, see, this is stuff that I'll always be interested in talking about because... It is so on the nail. It is so relatable. Like it's just, I just want everybody to be able to look in, look into themselves. Ain't got no doctor. What would it be? I say, ain't got no doctor or pill that can take the pain away. It's your soul that needs surgery. Uh, uh, uh. Mama said, "I'm a pretty girl." Did she say that? What's in your head? That's why he got PTSD. It no, doesn't matter. <laughs> No, my mom used to call me a... F- Never mind. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Okay, P-T-S-D. <laughs> A-D-H-D. There we go. Um, O-D-D? No, but no. Okay, so... Okay, yeah. Accurate dream interpretations. There's no real... Okay, so basically, yes, self-care is everything. Um, your dreams are meanings. They mean stuff. It's just like, don't ignore them. Don't think they're just dreams. Sometimes they are just dreams if you're, you know, content in life, obviously. But yeah, you know, 
sometimes they're um, lucid dreams. Mm. Mm. Um, let's get into that. A lucid dream is a type of dream in which the dreamer becomes aware that they are dreaming while dreaming. Why do they dis? I'm sorry. That's a Wikipedia. <laughs> that's a Wikipedia definition. Why do they say it like that? <laughs> a lucid dream it's is like, a type of dream. Uh, a dream is a dream. Dream is a dream. Dream is a dream. No, because Wikipedia is right now asking us for money. You ain't going to get money uh, repeating the same word five times. A fire broke out Friday night in a hotel after a fire broke out Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, um, Lucid dreaming, you know, there are a lot of TikToks about that, actually. About how we can become aware, and then when we become aware and we ask questions to the NPCs in our dreams. Mm. Like they, they go berserk and... Oh, yeah, they go berserk in a, in a, in a, uh... Ooh, scary. <laughs> Again, I'm getting chills. Mainly because it's really cold right now. Right. <laughs> like, oh, God. You know, if we're thinking about it, though, like uh, dreaming, like non-lucid dreaming, and then lucid dreaming, but, like the medium there is the sleep paralysis. Dreaming is a form of meditation, and just like when you're med- also a channeler, and I keep seeing all these videos of people talking about, you can't ask for the date and time within a dream. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. For those of y'all that are new, I'm Jasmine. I'm a celebrity. I'm trying to find a good clip of, you know, somebody explaining um, lucid dreaming. This is me. Um, me attempting to force my... Sorry. Self to lucid dream. It's turned up now. It's turned up now. Sorry, sorry. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, no, um, I think it's, uh, some people, like she was mentioning, getting ready to mention, um, some people think that, uh, if you, <laughs> if you talk to certain people and, and while you're lucid dreaming, like, like you said, you would go berserk or whatever, yes. or like, mm. Mm-mm-mm. Actually, let's do a story. Let's see if somebody has a good story about it. I asked my chain. But, yeah. And, you know what? In the meantime, let's talk about... um. Let's get into sleep paralysis. Anybody? Raise your hand. Raise you the glass. Raise the glass if you've ever been a victim of sleep paralysis. I'm raising my hand. Hello? I can't see you guys. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. So, in most cases, sleep paralysis is simply a sign that your body is not moving smoothly through the stages of sleep. Mm-hmm. Rarely is sleep paralysis linked to deep underlying psychiatric problems. I don't think... Yeah, I wouldn't say psychiatric problems. No, but most often... But I would believe... who, like, have narcolepsy or sleep apnea. Yeah. Sleep apnea. Sorry, <laughs> sleep apnea. Yeah, um, which I've had, you know, experience in. Just like I have a cousin who had, definitely has sleep apnea. My dad has sleep apnea, so maybe that's why. I... Over the centuries, sy- symptoms of sleep paralysis have been described in many ways as often attri- attributed to an evil presence, unseen night demons in un- in-, in ancient times. The old hag in Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, the a- an alien abduction. Almost every culture throughout history has had stories of shadowy, evil creatures. 
He was just talking about something like that. That terrify helplessness humans at night. People have long sought explanations for the, the mysterious sleep time paralysis and accompanying feelings of terror. Um, it usually occurs one of two times. It occurs when you're falling asleep. It is called hypnagogic <laughs> or predormital sleep paralysis. If it happens when you're waking up, it's called hypnopomic pompic or post-dormital sleep paralysis. Jesus. Okay, I can't. I can spell, but I need time. You know, I can, I can pronounce, I can pronounce, you know, do that and stuff. But anyway, any kids, Jesus, anybody know? Like again, that cre- those creatures that pop up, they're so scary. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think I've. I don't know. I'm going blank. If I if I have, um, had a situation where. A creature popped up, but what about you? Uh, yeah, so, um, I, when I have sleep paralysis, I've had a few things happen. So, one time I was just in my bed, and then I realized it was sleep paralysis because I couldn't move or say anything. And there was this, like, almost grudge-looking thing, like, just walking over and like just coming over and like getting in my face and just staring at me. Mm. And that's that's all that was. I couldn't see its face because its hair was in the way. It was literally the grudge. Um Okay. I've had just recently 2 days ago I was sleeping on the couch and it was sleep paralysis and I th- I felt like I was awake but I heard a knock at the door. And then um, the door was opening, so I was like, "Okay, I'm not, I'm not having sleep paralysis. Darius is coming in for some reason." Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. 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 And then there was like this man talking, and there was a German Shepherd with him, and the German Shepherd came over and like jumped on me and was like trying to bite me. Oh yeah, he thought it was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then most commonly though, um, I see what I now know to be the Hat Man. Oh my God. Do you know? Have you looked up? I've looked up a lot about the Hat Man because I thought I was just going crazy. I thought I was being haunted, quite honestly. Um, but most of the time in my sleep <laughs> like, paralysis, I don't know. Maybe I just need to go home. <laughs> right? Exactly. Maybe I don't need to be attached. <laughs> no, a lot. Shut up. Um, <laughs> a lot of times during my sleep paralysis, I'll just be kind of just staring around the room, and there's a shadow of a man. Mm-hmm. With a top hat, and I'm not talking about the huge ass top hat like Abraham Lincoln wore. It's almost like a fedora. Okay. Like a very short top hat. Does that make sense? It was Pharrell Williams. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but he doesn't in in my sleep paralysis at least he doesn't have he's any. Like, he's like, excuse me, excuse, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, sir, excuse me. No, um, um, no, that's definitely not like, what he does. And he just like jumps up. No, he doesn't move. He doesn't say anything. He just stands there. Okay. Like he's just staring at you. Do you, have so you I don't think he's inherently good or in, inherently bad. I think he's just one of those things that 
is just there. Okay. Um, but he's not the cat in the hat. He's not the cat in the hat. He kind of gives a presence like that, but like a That's creepy. a more mysterious, more malignant presence. He doesn't have Let's any. Just hope he doesn't bring things. Right. Too. He doesn't have <laughs> like, any. He doesn't have any facial features. No defining features. He's a, he's literally a shadow of a man wearing a top hat, and he just looks at you. Okay, so you say you've done research. Are you? Has he? Yeah. More recently, I've been looking into this, and apparently. A lot of people see the same thing. It's not just me. Okay. There's, they hear it every day. They hear it all the time. Yes. Always. There are so many people on the planet that see this exact same figure, this exact same hat man. So okay. I'm just going to read a little excerpt. I excerpt. Never a fucking hat man. Well, that's good for you because... Actually, hold on. Wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. That reminds me of... I think I did... Wait. No. I think that was relating to the... Uh, the Rob, meet the Robinsons. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched that and then I had a dream about <laughs> Bowler Hat Guy. Goodbye. No, okay, so it says hallucinations associated with sleep paralysis can be strange sounds like a buzzing or growling. I got that the other day when the man was walking in with the dog in my sleep paralysis. In his sleep paralysis, guys. Yeah. No, um, no, what I've been. Right. It's not a regular person walking into his house. It's a. Uh, some figure. Now, what helps me with my sleep paralysis, though, because you can't speak, you can't move. Literally, the only thing I can do is close my eyes, and that usually like kicks me out of it. So I just close my eyes when I notice something's happening. I just like I'm going back to sleep, and it stops. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'm interested, and I just kind of watch though. No, um, yeah. no. <laughs> I saw a joke about that, like on TikTok. Like my sleep paralysis demon starts looking kind of cute. Like, yes, the hat man is cute. Some no, it's not. He's <laughs> he's, he's too long. Low key scary hat man. I'm, I appreciate you. I don't know who you are or what you are, but when I see you, it's on sight. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't want to fight you because you could probably me. murder me. We can't fucking move. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, but the hallucinations associated with sleep paralysis can be strange sounds like buzzing or growling, flashes of light, animals, people, strange figures. So when it comes to the typical nightmares. Um, like teeth falling out, hat being chased, falling oh, wow. from a great height. Wow. But among those struggling with sleep paralysis, there's one hallucination that is common all across the globe. The mm-hmm. shadowy presence known as the hat man. And I just got I just got full body chills. Okay, you might need to turn your AC off, but yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no. It says witnesses describe the hat man as Doning either a top hat or a fedora and wearing a jacket, often observed to be a trench coat. Okay, obviously a trench coat. A trench coat a he stands at an estimated six to ten feet tall. The guy that I usually see is about six foot three, six foot four. It's Darius. Mm, um, wow, <laughs> yep, some claim me. some claim he has glowing red eyes. Yep, that's me. Others attest that he's made. No, that was the drag queen we saw. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> others attest that he's only made out of shadow with no distinguishable distinguishable facial features so that's what i see sometimes i see glowing eyes but they're not red they're like white um several accounts uh reference a gold pocket watch on a chain but i don't ever see that um but the question is why are vastly different individuals from an array of cultures and geographies all experiencing the same night terror some experts hypothesize that the hat man is an unconscious reworking of figures out of pop culture. One significant name that comes to mind here is Freddy Krueger. Oh my god. Who we're also going to talk about. 
a horror icon that has persisted in the forefront of horror media for the last four decades. It's an easy connection to make given that the gruesome character attacks you when you're most vulnerable. That is so relatable. But here is what was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So it says, however, other experts have a more neurological explanation for the hallucination. So one paper from 2017 postulates that REM, or rapid eye movement sleep, where we dream the most, generates highly emotionally charged dreams, thus causing our body to enter a state of paralysis to ensure we don't cause harm to ourselves. Whoa! Mm-hmm. When people's hurt. minds awaken before their body, the Sorry, area... I sound like a child, but I'm very fascinated about this. It's No, it's like the most interesting thing ever. It says, when people's minds awaken before their body, the area of the brain in charge of processing the body map and self is disturbed, which causes the dreamer to project a humanoid figure. Mm. Right? It's vastly different direction. Some who suffer from this particular vision hold the belief that it's not a hallucination at all, but rather a visit from a very real supernatural force. Full body shows again. Again! These allegations state that just because the hat man is mostly stationary, that doesn't mean that he's harmless. It doesn't. On most occasions, those who see him recall a deep and intense terror um, at fairly simple sight. Most believe that he feeds on terror. Multiple reports say that rather than vanishing as other hallucinations do, the hat man walks away as if he were a real person. And he does. What? Knock on wood, he has never approached me. He's never gotten closer to me. But he'll stare at, or he'll just like loom over you and look at you. And then he'll just walk away. As if he's like, okay, I'm done here. I've got what I wanted. Now I can go. Um, yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Excuse me? Uh. But as I was just saying, right, so some... Uh, actually, I actually don't think I'm comfortable eating here in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but several religions and legends refer to uh, the hat man as not good, not bad, but just neutral in presence, right? Okay. Um, but I, would, I would say it's um, negative if you're sitting there, can't fucking move in some creature, and you, like, you're over here panicking in your head, just like... Uh, well, we can have a t- podcast about that, just like... Um, what is it? Anesthesia awareness. Uh-huh. God damn, you can't fucking move in some creature. You're seeing some creature coming at you live. Right. <laughs> Listen to this craziness. <laughs> Ufologists, who are people who study UFOs, <laughs> okay. have their own take on the hat, man. They believe that the sightings of this figure could be a visit from an alien species who observed the human way of life. Again, that is absolutely interesting. But look, it says other theories claim that he is a creature from another dimension, a ghost with more physical control than most, an astral projection. Oh my gosh! Bro, this is very... Okay, okay. Okay, so I really... Yo, so basically my interest on dreams in general, um, it didn't start from the very um, super amazing movie that I would say was one of my favorite scary movies or mm-hmm. horror films or thrillers. Oh, wait. So I know you guys can't see this picture, but I want to show Darius this picture because this is exactly what he looks like, the hat man, when he when I have sleep paralysis and I see him. Are you ready for this picture? Are you ready for this? Yep. This is exactly what he looks like. I can just imagine what he looks like. and That's uh, him. Yeah. Sometimes he has the eyes, sometimes he doesn't. I don't... I don't... And it's weird that I just... Initially knew exactly, like I have an idea, but um, yeah. So in the movie, um, 
Insidious. I feel like. Sorry, bro. I'm. <laughs> Are you scared? Uh, <laughs> no, show me more so I can have like. Yeah, this is why I tell him to. I told him to hold off on certain uh, dreams mm-hmm. until, until we used to have this pocket so I can have an actual reaction. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't look. He doesn't look. It's not scary, I but mean, it is looking menacing. It's menacing. It's but it's not like oh my god, this is the scariest thing I've ever gone through. I mean, that you've me, ever gone through. Right. You know what? You know my childhood. <laughs> don't get me wrong. He's been it, chased by witches, so he's been doing it all. right. It's not a fun hey. feeling to have him like just staring at you and then walking away. I don't know what I would do. Sometimes he looks <laughs> like, like you this. can't do anything. Sometimes he looks like that. That's a rough depiction. Sometimes he's I think a I've had a black blurry. and white dream before. I've had black and white dreams, yeah. Um, um, this is the thing that like crawled over me and was looking at me. That is so cute. Oh, I know, right? Isn't she's she so cute. She looks like a yeah, like literally Gretch. Exactly. She's holding a Gretch too. Yes, it's like somebody. But um, no, but basically going back to what I feel like it was most of the time it's that twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. When a very again a very great movie came out. Named Insidious. I don't know if it was. It definitely wasn't 2014. Sorry, um, it definitely wasn't 2014. I think it came out 2010. But that is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, it you know starts with a little boy. Um, he's a. Uh, you know, it's a regular movie. They're they're children. Um, you know, having fun, a regular family, and. The boy ends up like falling, and the next night he never wakes up. And they're thinking, Oh, well, no, there's no, he doesn't have a concussion or anything. He's been asleep the whole time. He, they think he's in a, he's just in a coma. But no, this boy has been astral projecting, um, in his dreams or at night, like every night. And so one night he got stuck in that, in the astral realm. And basically, okay, astral projection. Let me let me pull up a, like a a good um, explanation of astral projection. It's basically just an out of body experience where you can say your soul or whatever your spirit um, travels through the astral realm. Like you see spirits sometimes. You see. Um, other things. Let me see. Okay. So. Um, yeah. And that's what was happening in this movie. Hold on. So basically in the Insidious movie. Um, yeah, he gets stuck and it's creepy because it's, a. Uh, it's a bunch of entities in this realm that he's in. He's walking straight through. But the one thing that, um, you know, got him stuck was, like, the strongest entity. Mm. Um, and the strongest entity had his own little um, office <laughs> of this, uh, uh, like, or... or, or area i don't know i don't know what to how to uh, describe it basically he had his own little you know own little 
Sweet. Yeah, he was the HR manager. He was the HR manager of the entity, like, because he was the strongest one. And he wanted to keep him, his spirit, um, the, the little boy's spirit locked up so he can have the little boy's body and wreak havoc mm-hmm. in the actual world. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that creeped me out as a child because something just, because, you know, I don't care what anybody believes in. I believe in astral projecting. That's like, yeah, that's just scary. That's just real to me. I feel like I've done it before. Um, Where'd you go? Um, I went to the mall. Let's go to the mall. <laughs> All right, you I'll just tell her put her seatbelt on. But I know I've like felt spirits before around me. It wasn't always bad spirits, but I know I was pulled one time. Um, pulled, and, and then even when I was born, I have my mom keeps you know. Telling me how I may have been uh, some other stuff, some crazy shit. Should I say it? No, I was kidding. She was um, a demon wanted to get me while I was in her stomach. Oh. And again, okay, you can call my, you can call me crazy. You can call my mom crazy. I don't care. Like, there's things that happen to me that are just like random that makes sense to that. So, you know, again. Your life is your life. Your experiences are your experiences. But with that being said, that scared the hell out of me watching this movie because it felt so real. And that's, it was dealing with astral projection. So we get into the topic of astral projection. And I have a little thing here that basically goes um, the difference between astral travel and lucid dreaming. So... You interact with both, but they are very different. Lucid dreaming is when you become more aware once your consciousness has already moved into the dreaming body. Astral traveling is when you consciously enter your dreaming body, which is also called your astral body or astral aura. So the difference is in lucid dreaming, you are not aware of the whole transition. You are already dreaming, but then... Your conscious mind wakes up and realizes that you're in the dream world. Mm. Since you are in the dream world, your surroundings may look different or odd. Most likely nothing like the room you are actually in. Wow. This is because you already moved to another place in the dream world. You can attempt traveling back to the view to view your body. But most of the time, your dream world is nothing like the physical world we are currently in um so yeah that's the only thing um it's just like i think uh i've lucid dreamed only a few times where i've controlled my dream i think i've even had times where i would be like oh i want to dream about this before i go to bed and it happens Mm -hmm. um probably I probably could do that because anyway, um, and yeah, I remember having that type of dream a few times. Well, have you had you've had lucid dreams before? Um, no, actually, I've always wanted to have a lucid dream, but I've never actually had one. So I feel like I have zero control in my dreams. Okay, I think um. I'm hungry now. Sorry. I'm so hungry. I'm so before I um Gogurt. I wanna um 
I don't know, I was trying to thought. I'm so sorry. But yeah, basically, all this talk about dreams is making me hungry. And watch me go to sleep and dream about a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like they're all it's all relative, guys. You can't um don't, you know I I wanted to make this a podcast mainly because, you know, I want you to pay attention to your surroundings, pay attention to yourself, pay attention to your emotions, don't gaslight yourself. Um, I was going to speak on Freddy Krueger, but I'm definitely going to leave that for another podcast at this point. Um, And yeah, but don't, um, and the creatures, some of them are there to help you. Some of them are there to sit and look at you. Mm -hmm. Some of them are aliens. Some of them are um, your best friend. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I didn't mean to say it like that. Not like your best friend that just died. I'm saying like the, they mean, could be your best friend. Um, but yeah, it could be. It's, it could also be your best friend that just died. Um, <laughs> it could be your dog. It could mm-hmm. be your cat. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just pay attention to you know yourself and self care and love thyself, love thy neighbor, love you know. All of that wrapped in a box with a little bow on it. Yes, it could be life could be grand. Piano, um, but yeah. So that was a little TED talk on dreams in general. We appreciate you guys coming through, and hasta la vista. Bye. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Um, yes, we're going to call it quits right now. Um, it was a random cut, um, but we enjoyed your time. I hope you enjoyed us. And we'll see you next time. Bye!